Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear Diary. This episode is brought to you guys by Team Boss Bodies. Have you ever wanted to prep for a show but have nowhere to start? Are you that person who has no interest in prepping for a show at all, but you just want to get that really nice bikini bod? Or have you already accomplished your bikini bod and you've already been on stage, but you just want something a little bit more in your prep? You're just really ready to take it to the next level. Are you someone who wants to try a healthy approach to this dieting game? You want individualized attention and someone to be your guide telling you exactly what to do and when to do it and to also be your number one supporter. If you want to feel a part of a community where all of your goals really matter and you're achieving results and the results are actually maintainable, then I am so excited to invite you into the club. Team Boss Bodies is exactly for you. We specialize in women's health. We help women to reach their health and fitness goals. We believe in keeping food as high as possible and cardio as low as possible. We customize your meal plans to your likes and your dislikes. And we also create a plan that is sustainable for your life for the long haul. You also have the option of choosing a more flexible plan if you want to count macros. Each plan includes your training, nutrition, cardio, and supplementation. Plans are adjusted weekly to a bi-weekly basis, and you are checking in twice a week. There's ongoing assessment to target your strengths and your weaknesses, weekly consultations, and ongoing guidance. You get 24-7 access to your coaches through text and email. And let's not forget our perks. We have a Facebook group that's going to help keep you accountable and invite you into a community that loves you and that is on the same journey as you. And team shows to get all of our girls involved. So if this is for you and you're ready to give it a try, you can go to teambossbodies.com slash apply and use the code Bikini Diaries for 15% off your packages. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to Bikini Diaries. Today, we have a very special guest who is going to talk to you a lot about how to create a healthy relationship around food. Now, don't get me wrong. She loves her donuts from time to time, but over time, with trial and error, of course, show after show, and transformation after transformation, she's come up with a formula that has definitely helped her in tackling her struggles when it comes to food. And she's going to tell you, ladies, all about how to change your mindset when you're getting those food feels. She is someone who tells it like it is. She's not afraid to tell you that she eats a lot, she loves to eat, overeat, gains weight, and is 100% human. (laughs) I can relate. 
She has gained and lost as much as 50 pounds at a time. So much experience that I can't wait to share. She's going to answer a very important question. Did losing the weight ever make her a happier person? I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you all IFBB bikini professional, Laura Norton. Hey, Laura, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on today. Of course. Well, let's go ahead and start this bikini talk. I feel like we have so much to talk about. So let's get started. Let's start with our bikini hack. Just a couple questions to get to know you better. Okay. So where are you from? I am from Lake Wales, Florida. It's a small town down south. Awesome. And do you still live there? No, I do not. I live by the beach in St. Augustine, Florida, near Jacksonville. Ah, St. Augustine is like one of my favorite cities. That's amazing. I love it here. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And how many years have you been competing? So I started competing in 2016, and then I also did 2017 last year. And then this year, I'll be competing also. Ooh. And when did you turn pro and where did you get your pro card? I turned pro in Miami, Florida in November this past year. Congratulations. And um, name one or two qualities that makes you a really strong athlete. That I have the willpower um, to get back up after, you know, gaining weight in off season more than most girls do, more than most professionals do, I feel like. Um, and, you know, going back for it, I've always been the type to, you know, keep going for my goals. You're going to have a million setbacks, but I feel like that makes me stand out a little bit that I don't just, you know, throw in the towel and give up. I, I just keep going and keep showing up. Yeah, that's a really strong um, attribute to have. That's amazing. Like, I think we all can learn a lot from that. That's definitely like a really, really hard thing to do is when you fail, you know, trying to get back up again, it's just very, very tough. It's kind of like, all right, I, I, I messed up. I'm ready to do the next thing because this isn't going to work again. So I love that. you. And it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Exactly. So I love that you're able to do that. It's an awesome, awesome attribute. So um, Laura, what's your favorite form of cardio? I don't really like cardio, to be honest, <laughs> um, but my favorite form, if I'm going to be doing it, um, would be sprints, I would say. Okay. I like to, I don't like to run long distance, but I like to run short and quick and then take a break and do hit sprints. So, um, you know, 30 seconds on one minute and a half rest and repeat. I like to do that. Um, I do not like to run outside, I guess, because I live in Florida and, Number one, the bugs are insane and they <laughs> attack me like no other. And it's really hot. So <laughs> more so the bugs. Oh my but, God, I yeah, feel the same cardio, way. <laughs> cardio would probably be the treadmill. Um, I'm not really a big fan of the elliptical and the Stairmaster definitely gets my heart rate up. So I, if I have a gym that has a Stairmaster, then I'll do that as well. Yeah, Stairmaster is super effective, but I know what you mean about those sprints, though. Those sprints are very, very effective as well. Mm -hmm. So we all want to know, and I'm sure everyone asks you, but what keeps you motivated? What keeps me motivated? 
the fact that, you know, I got my pro card after just competing for one year, number one, that right there itself shows me that if I set my mind to it, I can achieve anything. And another thing is that I inspire girls online that I'll get these messages that I don't think I affect anybody, you know, and then I'll receive messages like daily that these girls say I inspire them. Someone from Greece messaged me and I was like, how did she find me online? Oh like, my God, that's amazing. Yeah. And they're just like, you inspire me, um, you know, to keep going to that. I can, you know, eat a donut and I can still maintain, you know, a good physique and I can get my goals accomplished and it's not over. You know, once you, you know, eat at a buffet and fail, I guess <laughs> your weekend of dieting, it's not over. You can keep going. And a lot of people will be like, Oh no, it's too hard to get back. I don't want to sweat. I don't want to push myself anymore. I'm done. And I don't know the fact that I can inspire others keeps me going. Yeah, I love that. I love your uh, your donut pictures too. <laughs> love donuts. <laughs> I know we all know. Everybody has to go to your Instagram, and they'll they'll all know that you love donuts. <laughs> so much. So, Laura, why why do you compete? I compete for many reasons. Um, so you know, we all like our time off, but this gives me it's another job. A lot of people think it's it is a hobby, yes, but it's a second job, and I like to stay busy all the time. This keeps, I have a full-time job as well, but this keeps my mind working constantly. Um, whether it be, you know, meal prepping, working out, doing cardio. Um, it's another job and I, I love it. I love staying busy. I love being active. I love feeling healthy. The progress is crazy that you can make. You know, when you send check-in pictures, you're like, oh great, this is going to be bad. And you compare them next to each other and you're like, what? Like, how did I do that? So I don't know. It's just, it's so fun to me. And I, I love it. Definitely. Definitely. I feel the same exact way. Bring us back to your greatest bikini moments. Um, it'd have to be winning my pro card. Yeah. <laughs> I oh was my in God. shock. Yeah. I wasn't there. So I'm kind of curious. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was I definitely was, just in I shock. I was there from being, I was there at home though. I was definitely cheering you on. I saw your photo shoot. You looked amazing. I was super excited for you, rooting for you the entire year. So tell me about Thank it. Thank you. So, um, you mean tell you about just winning? Yeah. Like yeah. Tell us about so, your moment. That show was the last show of the year. I was very relaxed. Um, I was just, I was ready to do it and get it over with and enjoy the holidays. And so I just went in, you know, really calm, open-minded. And I remember they called my number out and I heard it and I was like, oh, and I, I always freeze. I'm like a deer in the headlights. I'm like, oh, me? And so like I went out <laughs> and then <laughs> I like got moved to second to center and she called my number to move to center right after that. And I mean, the videos on Instagram too, I just stand in my position and you can hear my boyfriend yell, Laura move. Like, I was <laughs> like Oh me. So once it, it finally hit me, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in the center. Like, and I'm not moving. And I guess, you know, that's when your adrenaline kicks in, you know, you're just so happy or, you know, you're doing what you love and, I was just so happy. And then they called three of us off the stage. So I was like, I could be top three. You never know. And then, you know, finals came around the next day. And when they called me, I was like, oh, my gosh, I won. And my knees buckled. And I was just like, oh, it's one of those moments, you know, like Miss America. Great. <laughs> I 
love it. <laughs> I was like, please don't cry. But my knees went in and someone got a picture of that. And you know, that was it's just a good moment. It's a good feeling. Um, all the pictures, you know, bring back memories and yeah. I love it. Oh, that's amazing. And and Nationals is like one of the toughest shows of the year. It's like the biggest one aside from USA's and the fact it that you're really able to is. turn pro I, there is just it's freaking awesome. I did four shows earlier um in 2017 and Miami was the biggest one I was like oh when I saw my class lineup I was like here we go yeah oh man <laughs> exactly so we are coming to a conclusion of the bikini hack so the last thing I want to ask you is if you could pick one which would you pick as your favorite prepping stage day or post-show treats oh <laughs> yeah I'm kind of curious <laughs> what you're gonna say uh, okay <laughs> I love being on the stage, but the post-show treats, I mean, come on. That's amazing. <laughs> like, everything tastes 10 times better. Oh, it definitely does, right? It's like you have, like, oh, a yeah. seventh sense or something like that. You're just yeah. like. <gasps> I mean, as far as you plan your show, too, you're planning your post-show food. So, you know, usually I do meal plans on preps. And you don't get all the crazy foods that you would do with macros, which I do now. So before I would just, I would be planning out my food and, you know, doing cardio, looking at Pinterest on new ideas or places to eat where I'm going. So that's just as much fun to me. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Love that you said that. Yay. Someone who likes to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Laura, I know that you've only been competing for two years, but um, when did you actually start your uh, fitness journey? So I think it was 2015. I moved from Gainesville um, down here to St. Augustine. I didn't have a job yet. I was still applying around to veterinary hospitals. And um, I was honestly bored. And I was over the party scene. I, you know, had just got out of college. And all you do is party and study. So I got to St. Augustine. And I was, like, going to the beach every day. And I was just, I was getting bored, you know, with the whole party scene still. So I was like, I'm going to get a gym membership. Um and I got one. I didn't work out any legs. I did not think girls needed to. <laughs> so I, yeah, so that's where I was lacking. Um, I just would work upper body, and I grew some crazy shoulders during that time. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just started working out, and then I started doing more research and looking into it. That was all 2015, you know, where you just, you walk on the treadmill, and you do like three arm movements and you're done. Yeah. And, um, then three I just, sets I of 10 for three exactly. different exercises. And then I was out. Yeah. I was like, Oh, yeah. I'm done. I'm fit. So <laughs> I got out um, quick and then let's see. So then like 2000 at the end of 2015, I was like, I'm going to do a show. Like I'm going to do it. I saw it online. I'd never been to a show. I had no clue really what it was about, but I was like, I'm going to do this. And it was just a, a new goal I set. Um, and so that's when it really started. And I found a local friend that helped me with the diet mm -hmm. and she got me actually really shredded. Ooh. Um, yeah. I was like, wow, this is cool. And so, you know, I just, I like immediately got addicted to it. I was like, wow, like I can change my body and this and that. And I, I would wake up every day excited to go down to my little apartment gym. Um, and then in 2016, I decided I was going to do a local show in town and I did it and I actually won my class. No Ooh, idea how. Very nice. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was like in shock because I'd never seen a show. I actually didn't know the, um, I had posed with somebody for a while, but I didn't really know how it 
honestly all went. I didn't realize we did comparisons first and then our routine. And I remember asking the girl backstage, um, Madeline, I was like, Hey, what are we about to do? And she's like, we're going to do our routine. I'm like, uh, okay. Like I was really <laughs> like, okay. And I was like, watch them. I'm like, Oh man. And somehow I won. It wasn't a giant show obviously, but I won my first show and I was hooked after that. Yeah, definitely. That's so awesome. I feel like so many of us can um, definitely relate when it comes to not knowing what the is going on. You know what I mean? We're just oh, like yeah, would, looking at each other like, clueless. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, clueless. And then, you know, you, I remember walking out there and like when I was doing my routine, I just blanked out. I was like, what's next? Like I've done this routine a hundred times. And then when I faced the back, I was like, uh, how do I get around? Like, how do I move in these heels? So, you know, your adrenaline kicks in and your mind kind of freezes sometimes, but that's part of it. Yeah, of course. So 2016, you started competing. And at what pivotal moment did you say to yourself, I'm going to be an IFBB bikini professional? <laughs> well, to be honest, in 2016, I don't think I said that once. Um, <laughs> I, my first show I did, I think, in March or April. And then I went to another show, which I nationally qualified for. Um, one month later, and then one month after that, I did the show in May, Junior USA's. Um, I think I placed 13th there, um, and I really didn't understand it enough. I I knew that you could turn pro there, but I didn't really un- like it. Did I didn't grasp it? So yeah, um, I just knew that other girls turned pro, if that makes sense. So oh, I was very naive does. to the sport. Um, I knew that girls were really really good there, and I looked up to them, but. To be completely honest, going into that show, I didn't. I wasn't going to win my pro card. I was going to a national show, and that's what my goal was, to get on that national stage. Um, yeah. I didn't understand, you know, top two went pro, top only top person went pro. I didn't understand any of that. So after that national show, I just kind of – I'm terrible at reverse dieting. So I kind of went into a deep end and um, didn't compete until 2017 in May, so a full year. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that deep end. Um, so that deep end, I didn't reverse diet. I didn't really understand that it was important. Um, even though, you know, coaches stress it to you, but you're just like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm fine. You know, um, you're, I was very naive to it. I didn't really grasp the fact that my body was going through a lot and that, you know, my hormones may be off that I was very, I was very lean at the time. It was probably the leanest I've ever been um, after that time. And I didn't realize how sensitive my body was to things. So, of course, like the natural competitor, all I wanted was sugar. And, um, I mean, I've always had a big sweet tooth. But, yeah, so all I wanted was sugar. And all I ate was probably sugar and junk food. I didn't want anything clean near me. And I was just like, I'm done competing, you know. And in my mind, I was going to stay small the whole time. Like, this is what I worked for. And even though I'm still working out, but it doesn't really work like that. And it catches up to you later. So, you know, you don't really realize it right away. Like, I was like, oh, I still have abs, like, two weeks after that. And then I'm like, oh, they're kind of going away. And then, you know, eventually, you know, you've gained 30 pounds and you're like, whoa. And then you get, you know, depressed and upset and think you failed. And you're, you'll never be able to compete again. And people ask you all these questions like, were you binge eating? You know, why are you eating so much? Why are you still working out? Do you care about competing? And 
even though it's just words, like people can really get to you, especially when you're a competitor and you're used to being in the tip top shape and getting all these positive comments of how good you look. And then it flips and you think that you don't look good unless you're on the stage. And, you know, it's hard, like it's really hard to go through. And I struggled for a while, especially coming off that, you know, first year of competing and gaining all this weight. And I, I just was confused at what was going on. And I was trying over and over to get back on a diet and cycle, like cycle my carbs and just, you know, try to be on a good path. And, you know, you keep going back to, okay, I'm, I'm overeating again. I'm going out to eat. I'm eating all this junk. And I don't know. It's, it's very, very hard. Yeah. Like trying to find that good balance, um, is very difficult, especially since you said like it, it, did this actually happen like right away? Like when you got off stage, did it take you long to gain the weight or was it something that like, as soon as you got off stage, it was like you gained all the weight back. I mean, as soon as I got off stage, I knew I was like done competing for, I didn't really know if I would do another show. Like I said, I was very naive to the sport. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just kind of happened. I was just like eating and eating and I didn't have a show lined up right away. So that was also yeah. a factor. Like before my first three shows were back to back. So I only had two weeks in between three weeks in between each show. So of course I didn't really have much time to mess around. Um, but this time I didn't have a show. So yeah, you didn't have really planned, which now I'm trying to focus more on, all right, your, your reverse diet, regardless if you have a show or not, is your plan. That is your plan yeah. to go for. Um, but before, yeah, I had no plan. It was summer. I was ready to eat. I was like, yeah, you know, this is yeah, fun. Whatever. Yeah, it's all exactly. fun and games, you know, until you gain 30 pounds or more and then you're like trapped. Exactly. So you felt like you were trapped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And exactly how did you recover from this? Like, how did you get how did you get from feeling extremely trapped, lonely, sad, you know, you were questioned a lot um, about what you were doing and um, basically question, people were questioning your identity in a sense. So how were oh, you yeah. able to recover from this and make that mental mind shift into believing that you could actually get out of the situation that you were in? It took a while. Um, you know, I would still try to get into the gym and I'd keep going through these, you know, moments where I was like, okay, Monday I'm starting, I'm going to have fun this weekend. And then Monday I'm starting, but you know, every Monday you, it would be good for maybe a day or two. And then I'd go back to all this bad eating. Um, I would go into the gym wearing sweatpants, a hoodie, a long sleeve, anything to cover up my body. So nobody would look at me. Um, and I would still get comments. I remember like people would come up to me and just be like, Whoa, like, are, are you done competing? And I'm like, no, but then sometimes I would change it and be like, yeah, I'm done. I don't like it anymore. You know, or I would just switch it up because I didn't really know how to respond. And then it would get to me. I would want to leave right away or I'd go to the gym, you know, at different hours of the night that I wouldn't have to see people or work out at home. Um, I just didn't want to be around it because I didn't want to have to explain myself. And I really didn't know what was going on. I was really confused as to why I was gaining weight. I was wondering if I didn't have the right mindset. I was wondering why, why all these girls could stay you know, five to 10 pounds within stage weight. I was like, how, how did, how do they not want to just shove their face with food and, you know, just be a normal human? Um, yeah, definitely. So, I can totally, um, feel you on that one. Like it's like, you yeah, definitely. And even girls that competed with me, you know, in my class and that I was friends with online and things like that, you know, they all still looked great. And I was like, why, why me? Like, why am I, 
why am I not able to do that? And I did, I really didn't understand. And, you know, I stayed with a coach and I, I still tried over and over, but I was really confused as to why I couldn't do it. Um, but what happened is I kind of just day after day, I, I took almost, like I said, a full year off before I decided to compete again. And I got my mindset, right. I did my research, you know, how we all do on Instagram. I figured out everything, you know, that I needed to do. I read a lot. Um, I researched a ton and, um, I tried to make sure, you know, my hormones were happy, my gut was happy, um, everything. My mindset was clear, and then I started a prep. I think it was January or February of 2017 to – I was like, I'm just going to – I'm nationally qualified. I'm just going to go into another national show. I want to do this. Like, I've already done it once. I can do this, and I had more of, like, a, I guess a, a better mindset for it, and I was ready, and I was practicing posing all the time. I was like, this is what it takes, and – I don't know. I feel like something just clicked and I figured it out. So exactly how were you really able to make that switch from off season to season? You know, um, did you ever really feel like you were just too far gone? I know you felt, I know you said something just clicked and you did it, but what exactly does that mean? Like what exactly happened? And again, did you ever feel like you were just so far gone that it was never going to happen? Oh yeah. I remember like my birthday, like in September, um, I was just like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to wear, you know, a tight little outfit or dress cute. I don't want my arms showing, you know, and it's still hot in September here in Florida. Um, I was just so upset. I was like, I'm never going to get my body back. Like, this is it. This is how, you know, you gain weight and you keep it forever. And it only gets worse from here. You know, I was acting like the world was over and it's, it's not, um, I kind of just figured out, okay, Laura, like, no one feels sorry for you. You need to get it together. There's way worse things going on in the world right now than your weight gain. You know, somebody would probably die to be your weight right now. You know, that's like, that would mean so much to them. So, you know, get your happy pants on, like set your mind and do this. So I just started really just focusing on eating cleaner and, you know, volume and everything that I was reading about. It was really true. Like you have to find happiness other than in food. And a lot of people are so food focused, which I am too. I, I love food, but you have to <laughs> get your mindset out of that. It's, it's just food. You know, it's not going anywhere and it's fuel and you need to use it as fuel. And that's kind of where I, I shifted. And I was just like, okay, I'm doing this and I want to do this. It's not just to please everyone else and, you know, to get all these positive comments of how good you look. That's not why I want to do it. Um, I want to feel better. Even if I were to, you know, you have to tell yourself, okay, if I were to never upload another picture again, would I still want to do this, you know, online and get feedback? Or if no one were to ever see me again, if I was stranded on an island, yes, because I do not feel good. I feel sluggish when I'm heavier, when I'm overweight. I don't want to move. I don't want to exercise. I'm lazy. Um, so it takes every, I don't know. It just takes like everything yeah. you need to flip your mindset and you know, just go for it. And once I went for it, I started seeing results and I realized I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this again. Mm -hmm. And I did it. Definitely. You definitely did it. And you're doing a wonderful job, Laura. When you were actually in this place, did you have anyone helping you? Because I know one of the major things that, you know, happens to us, especially when, if we gain weight, really don't have that environment helping us um, through the process of trying to lose the weight because most people around us aren't really on the same journey as we are. So did you have anyone helping you or were you able to basically, I mean, this is mostly just you doing this yourself. 
Um, I mean, my boyfriend helped me definitely mentally, you know, telling me it's okay. You're going to get back to it. This is just a stage in your life. You know, you're beautiful. Um, things like that definitely encourage you, but no, I didn't have like a mentor or somebody, you know, helping me with, you know, the eating issues and stuffing my face and things like that. No, I just, I did my research, like I said, and I just focused on that. I would research, you know, other girls dealing with this Mm. and there's a lot of good information online. A lot of people are like, I'm not reading that, you know, I don't want to go deep into that, but there really is. And it really can help you or reach out to certain girls that, you know, have gone through this. And a lot of girls will, you know, be very vulnerable and speak about it online. And if you see that, reach out to them. If someone messages me about it, I am, you know, fully open armed and I will talk about it and get you through it and tell you what helped me and you know what helps curb a sweet tooth and when you're starving are you really starving or are are you just bored and things like that yeah I love that I love that you said that you would actually um help others as well is there anything else that you would say um to encourage someone who's starting their weight loss journey um that you know it's not always just gonna be you know drops. So a lot of people think, oh, when I'm losing weight, I'm cutting automatically. And you know, it's not always like that. Sometimes you got to start high and you know, you may gain weight and then lose and then gain and lose. I know my weight fluctuates all the time. It goes high and low and high and low, even if I'm lower calorie or carb cycling or anything. Um, So be prepared for that. And don't let the scale get to you because that thing changes you know, all the time with a snap of a finger. Yeah, exactly. It just changes. So drink a bottle of water, you gain three pounds. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and then you wake up in the morning, you're lean, you know, you eat one cookie and it's up. You're like, what? But a lot of people don't understand sodium and water and how much that really plays a role in it. So, you know, don't base it off the weight, be prepared for weight gain, weight loss, all of that. Exactly. Love, love, love that encouragement. Thank you so much. I think we all needed to hear that, Laura. <laughs> oh my god, the honorary teas are now available. I am stoked. These teas were designed by me and they represent everything this podcast is about. Strength, overcoming struggles, making the impossible possible, having a voice in the sport, and of course, never giving up on your dreams. If you want to be a supporter of this movement, then head over to naimafit.com slash shop to grab yours today. Use the code Bikini Diaries for 20% off your order. I will be ever so grateful. So in your off season, you got as far as uh, upwards of 170. And then, um, but your stage weight is uh, around 122, 120. What is, what exactly is the difference? Do you feel like your weight change made you happy? Or was it something that's a, or was it something that is a little bit deeper? So I think there's a time for stage weight and a time for off season. My off season, um, I take full advantage of, I live life. Um, obviously as competitors, we always are thinking about the stage. I've talked about this with so many girls, you know, we wake up every day and no matter what, there's something that makes your mind, whether you're an off season or prep, think about the stage or think about dieting or weight loss or something to trigger that every single day. And, you know, whether we're about to go to a buffet and eat, we're like, oh man, I don't want to, you know, eat too much because I want to compete later on this year or next year. And I'm trying to keep my goals and I get that. But, you know, there's a time to be lean and there's a time to 
put on muscle and gain weight and be normal. <laughs> and I say normal as yes, you're still normal when you're um, leaning out and preparing for a show, but it's, it is hard to balance out regular life. And, you know, it, it is another job to have to say no to certain foods and no, I can't go out drinking and no, I can't do this, that, and that. And that's part of the sport. Um, but there's also a time for you to do that. And that's off season. So I say, live your off season up, have fun. Don't binge out on food, but if you want to go eat some bad food, go for it. Um, exactly. I know when I'm in off season, I'm going to try this year. I'm at least going to try to, you know, keep it, keep it in check, but I'm definitely going to have my meals out, my date nights, you know, my time with my family and friends. That's what's important to me. And the stage is also important, but you, you have to have a good balance and you have to be able to be around other foods. And I don't yeah. know. I just say yeah. em embrace a little bit of the weight gain. It's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Definitely. So you wouldn't say a specific weight made you happier in your life? No. <laughs> I mean, being overweight, I wasn't happy, but that I don't know if it was actually the weight or if it was more of, you know, the outside opinions coming in and my clothes not fitting and me, you know, missing. Exactly. It's more of showing. everyone else's interpretation of it, not exactly. your interpretation think, of it. I th yeah, I think it got to my head. Um, and being lean, Okay, honestly, when you're lean, you're not that happy. I mean, you look great and you feel great. <laughs> you get these compliments and you're like, oh, yeah, I do look good. But, I mean, I'm constantly, like, when I'm lean, I'm thinking about carrot cake and all the fun things I could be doing. <laughs> and I don't want to go, like, I don't want to dress cute and go out. I'm tired, you know. So there's, it's not like I'm so much happier when I'm lean. Maybe, you know certain times like if I'm going to do a photo shoot or I'm in a picture sure I bet I look way better and that will make me way happier but no your your mood's probably worse when you're lean <laughs> yeah I think for you the most happiest the thing that makes you the most happiest is basically just the fact that you're putting yourself in a good position to receive um like the most that you can out of the situation that you're in so Basically what that means is, you know, you're working out, you're eating right, you're putting you're putting yourself first, you're making yourself a priority. And I think the fact that you're able to accomplish those those goals and um and it's your choices that you're making, it kind of alleviates that whole feeling of being trapped and feeling like you can't change the situation. And the fact that you're able to continuously make strides to change the situation, you don't feel trapped anymore. You don't feel exactly. that way anymore. That's making you happy. And, and the I'm fact in that exactly and you're in control. And and the weight loss just kind of comes with it. It's kind of a bonus, but that's not really the driving factor. The driving factor is you're the one who's, you know, driving this driving this train and you know, and you're doing things that you want to do the way you want to do it. And, you know, the outside encouragement is nice, but it's not necessarily the thing that's making you the most happiest. So I love that. Exactly. <laughs> I love that, girl. So now this season has been freaking bomb. Like you've been killing the season. What was the difference between your last off season and this off season? Um, well, so um, I won my pro card in November, and then I basically went straight into off season. I got a breast augmentation. I, you know, kind of just took a full break, and I didn't really have a plan. You know, I said, oh, I want to do this show in March, or I want to do this show in May, and I kept pushing it back, so I knew I wasn't ready. Um, so I guess just the being on the high of, you know, going pro, and, you know, I'm actually, I was like, oh, I'm actually good at this. Like, I can do this. Um, I'm going to have to be against the 
rest of these professionals on stage, like, this is awesome. You know, that just kept me going and kept me in a better state for off-season. I still gained more weight than I feel like the average bikini competitor in off-season. Um, but I wasn't 170. I think I got to the 150s this time, which is better for me. Oh, my God, me. that's it's, amazing. That's a huge yeah, it's, difference. It's a more, yeah, it is a huge difference. It's more normal <laughs> for me. And, you know, everything, like, my body just felt back to normal. Did I feel great about the way I looked? Uh, no, but I had just been so lean. So, you know, it's a whole different – It's you have to change your mindset and be like, okay, I'm in this stage of my life right now. I'm not in stage weight stage, you know. So um, I guess just switching that mindset and knowing, okay, Laura, you know what, you're a professional now. And on the back of my phone, I had this picture that says, think like a pro, act like a pro, be a pro. And I kept it on the back of my phone because every time I would get weak or, you know, feel my mindset – <laughs> going lower I would kind of just look at it and be like okay you know, Laura you're a pro now you need to act like one so and everything that I preach I need to practice and I'm still working on that um you know I can tell you all day how not to binge eat and how how to you know stay on track but if I'm not doing it that does nothing so I try to practice what I preach as well yeah that's amazing like that's a crazy amount of difference like only getting to like the 150s versus being like 170 like that is oh, yeah. amazing so you definitely did a lot of changing as far as your mindset is concerned and um it seems like you definitely learned a lot about your body a lot about your mind and a lot about who you are and who you want to be um which is awesome as well i mean regardless either way is still wonderful but the fact that you decided that this isn't the way i want to do it i want to do it that way and again you're in control you're making those choices and and then you just did it <laughs> oh and i also yes i also started macros um so i've done meal plans for 2016 and 17 done meal plans um and i just switched to macros and i think that helped me a lot too. understand food better get that fun food in as well that I would like yeah, get definitely. my little sugary treats in. And I don't know. I feel like that helped me balance a lot. And you can still, a lot of people are like, no, no, I like meal plans. I like structure and that's fine. But with macros, once you understand it, you know, as you know, you can structure your own and it's still a structured plan. Exactly. Definitely. I prefer that too. Just, you know, get your numbers, make it a plan you want, and then you can just follow that for a week, two weeks until it changes that's awesome that you use macros and that macros was kind of able to, that kind of helped you um, to stay on track for sure. So what methods would you use or what method would you give us in order to keep a tight tummy? Because you have such a nice midsection. It's wonderful. <laughs> I love your abs. So what methods did you use or what methods would you tell us, you know, in order to get that nice tight midsection? Honestly, I don't do a ton of ab work, um, very rarely, or if I'm bored in the gym, or, you know, I just need one more quick exercise, but I say for abs, no side crunches, <laughs> oh my gosh, no, because that, I feel like that makes you more bulky, so the weighted side crunches, um, and obliques, I don't do any of those, um, whenever I did them before, I remember in 2016, I got very bulky, and I was just like, what, and I stopped, and it flattened out a little bit, so it gave you more of that hourglass figure. Um, I still have a very short torso, and it's kind of blocky, but I just say for abs, tighten your core in all of your workout movements, anything, you know, whether you're doing triceps or, you know, delts, anything. Just lock your abs in. It'll keep you mm -hmm. stable. It'll keep your form good, and you're building your core. 
Okay. Awesome. Good, good, good tips. I love this. I love this. So how long are your preps normally when you prep? They vary. It just depends where I'm at. Um, I know I've done a 16 week prep. That was like my comeback in 2017. I did like a 16 week prep. I've done, you know, a five week prep. <laughs> it, it just depends. It, so it's it all just different. Varies, like yeah. Said, yeah. Where I'm at. Okay, cool. I was kind of, I was kind of wondering for myself too, because I've gained weight in the off season. Um, every off season I do, I just, it's just who I am. You know, it's just, it's just, uh, something that I just accept. I'm like, okay, this is just me. My body's happier this way. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with, um, anything really, um, nothing to really pinpoint. So one thing we always wonder is, well, how long do we need to prep? You know, if I'm this amount of weight, you know, over the, over my stage weight, how long should my prep be? Is there any kind of methodology that you use to depict how long your bikini prep should be per each Um, uh, competition? I mean, I would say it just, like I said, depending on how much weight I've put on and, you know, how close the show is, I would say at least give yourself, you know, eight to 12 weeks is a solid amount. If I go too high and I do, you know, 16 week preps, 20 week preps, I start to cheat on my diet because I have so much extra time in my head. Yeah. And by the way, I don't need, so by that, I mean, if I'm 20 weeks out, I'm like, oh, I have plenty of time. So then I will just, <laughs> you know, have cheat meals on the reg. And, but by the time I'm like ready to actually get on track, it's probably 10 weeks out. Okay. So, um, I say keep it short and simple. And then once you have that window, like go hard and go for it. I see. Love that. Love that. Different. Definitely different. I like, I like having the longer preps because you get to have the little cheats in in the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) So you do get, you know, and then you, but you're right. It's about around like 10, you know, um, 12 weeks that we're all like, all right, enough is enough. I don't have any more time. Every single day has to, it's kind of like, it's kind of like waking up in the morning and pressing the snooze button. You're just like, all right, press it, (laughs) press it again. 10 more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) so laura you have just been through this incredible journey it's amazing how you've been able to bounce back and how you've been able to accomplish so many things um in your um in your career do you find it hard to compare yourself to other competitors during this process um i don't think it's hard i mean i think we all obviously look at other competitors but compare it's really hard to compare you know some girls have amazing glutes and you're like wow um mine aren't like that you know but it's more motivating to me i'm like wow okay i would love my glutes to be round like that what do i need to do to get my glutes round and then i'll just start my research and it gives me like i said another job and i like that i like having a job to work towards so it's not so much comparing because my shape will never be like some of these girls and their shapes may never be like mine. Um, and that's what makes it all, you know, us all individual and the sport so unique that we all come training as hard as possible and all of our bodies look completely different. Even if you were to give us all the same diet and same workout program, we would all look different. Um, you know, some people may get extremely lean and some may be fuller. Some may have rounder glutes. Um, it just, it just varies from girl to girl. Mm. Definitely. I completely agree. I, social media though, is just, it's just so hard because everybody looks so different and it's like, as soon as you open up your phone, you see the next hot body. So (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, I like that you use it more of like a motivation factor instead of using it as something that you're constantly comparing yourself. And one thing that I've been hearing that I think has been extremely helpful is that if you do find yourself comparing yourself to other people and it's affecting you in a negative way, then it's best to kind of separate yourself from, from that particular uh, yeah, thing. So I don't want to tell anyone to not follow people, but you know, any way that you can separate it, I don't know if you have to delete the app or whatever you have to do, you know, to kind of separate yourself. So you're not affecting yourself in a negative way, or maybe just a mind shift, you know, um, a complete entire mind shift change, um, so that you're accepting of this and it's, you're using it as um, a, a motivation factor, kind of like you do. It's just very, very, very healthy. Of course, definitely Instagram plays a giant influence in this sport now more so than it did, you know, a couple years ago. And just from, obviously, like, you know, you click Instagram on your phone, you open it up, there's, you know, like you said, another hot body, and you're like, wow, like, and then I'm here, and you look down, you have a, a roll or cellulite or something, <laughs> and then you're like, great, like, I'm eating pancakes for breakfast, this girl's looking amazing, and I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard not to compare your body and to look at yourself and then look at that picture and be discouraged, but you have to look at it as motivation and be like, okay, like I said, how do I get my glutes like that, or what can I do to build my body up or what is my body lacking? Yeah. So. And also to know that everything's temporary. I think that's funny that you said that you were like eating and then you're like, Oh, I got a roll and this girl looks great. But <laughs> yeah. I remember we went out for uh, donuts and like, um, I had a donut and then, you know, you open up your app and you're like, Oh, this girl looks great. It's not stopping me from eating my donut. I know whatever, <laughs> you know, I know what's going on is temporary. I'll, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't have to be a forever thing. Like you I'm, enjoy that donut girl. Exactly. I'm enjoying and, you know, let her do her thing over there. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that you said that. That's so funny. <laughs> do you ever feel like um, this whole lifestyle has affected you in a negative way? Um, no, I don't think. I mean, there are negative aspects of it, you know, the moodiness and being hungry. But no, I don't think it's really affected me. I think it's made me grow as a person. Mm. Um. I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't have the gym and I didn't have, you know, meals to cook at night. And I, I think I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about food. I've learned a lot about digestion, my body, um, workouts, how to, you know, get rid of stress. Like it's more than just the stage. I've learned so much. I've met so many cool people. Um, I've grown mentally, physically, <laughs> all aspects. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I just, I'm so happy that I chose to go this path. I really am. And, you know, some days I have my days that I'm like, I'm never competing again. Like, this is it. I had my time. I went pro. I, I accomplished my goal. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm not competing anymore. And then I'll wake up the next day. All right, I'm ready to prep. Let's <laughs> and, do this. <laughs> and I mean, okay, that's being a girl also. Like, you know, all of our boyfriends or keep friends know how we are. We're indecisive. We're, you know, we're hot, we're cold, we're mad, we're sad, happy, all in one day. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm like that with bikini as well. Some days I'm like, yep, I'm done. Like, you know, this isn't for me. Dieting's mm -hmm. not for me. And <laughs> I'm ready to just go live, you know, and eat. And then the next day, back on it. So, you know, it's it's just a, a mindset. And you have to make sure that you have the right mindset when you're ready to compete and you go all in. And then when it's your off season, it's your time off. It's your time to improve. And yeah, I take full advantage of both. 
Yeah. And you still have your pro debut to do. So, um, that's so exciting. Like you haven't done that yet. And we're really looking forward um, to you doing that. What are your goals, um, moving forward in the sport? My goals. So Mm -hmm. my first goal is my pro debut, which is going to be this fall. So coming up, uh, I don't have, I don't have a show for sure picked out yet, but to be determined depending on where my body is. Like I said, I'm not rushing to the stage. Um, when I'm ready, I'm ready. And that's how I want to keep it. I don't want to be all stressed out and I want it to be a fun time. And yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So that will be coming up shortly. And then my long-term goals, obviously, um, we all have goals to be on that Olympia stage. That's just, you know, set. It's awesome. It's just like the best stage to be on. Um, but if I don't make it there, I still just, I would love to be top five in a pro contest. That would be, you know, amazing to me and a huge, huge accomplishment. Definitely. Do you see yourself competing for much longer? Or do you think that once you hit that top five, you'll be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, today I'll tell you, like it might change in like an hour, but for right now, I see myself competing for probably another year or so. I never know, though. I keep saying, you know what, after this year, I'm done. After I do my pro debut, I'm done. Or then I'll say, you know, 2019's my last year. You never know, though. You know, you really what, if, never know. what if I do really, really well? Then I'll, I'll want to keep going and, you know, keep pushing. And if I'm not so good, then I may, you know, take, some, take a step back and take some time off and build and come back later. You know, I can always come back. That's the thing. So, mm-hmm. and nothing's set. If I need a long, long break, if I need two years off, that's fine. You can do that. And that's the beauty of the sport. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Is there anyone in the sport that's definitely helped you along the way? Do you have a particular mentor that's helped you since um, the last year? I mean, you turned pro and you just seem so much healthier. Like your mindset change is completely different and, you know, you're, you're getting ready for your pro debut. Is there anyone that you particularly look up to or anyone, you know, is kind of like your go-to when it comes to getting to the next level? Um, you know, I mean, my family, obviously, and I have my friends, but there's not like one specific person. I think everything just plays a role in it. You know, how people treat you during your preps and, you know, how you represent yourself and the connections you make on social media and the people you can help, you know, behind the scenes. So I pose girls locally and on FaceTime and the impact that I can make in the changes that to me keeps me going. So, you know, I'll go pose a girl. And then once I'm done with them, I'll immediately go into my posing because, you know, I'm like, Oh, super I motivated. Like right. I, yeah. I, I oh, get motivated. Yes. And I get, you know, I get to see, I'm like, Oh, I liked how I turned her foot out and then I'll try it on me. And I'm like, Oh, I like that. You know, and little things, you know, it just keeps you going. So as much as like me helping other girls, you know, is great. They help me just as much. And they probably, you know, don't even think that, but they do, they keep me going. Yeah, I love that you mentioned your family. Like, not a lot of people mention that, but it's nice that you have a very supportive family. And also, what about your animals? Tell us, tell everyone what you do, because I love your profession. It's so cool. <laughs> I am a veterinary technician, and I've been doing that for years. Um, I think this is my seventh or eighth year. Oh. I went to school for it. Yeah, I work at um, a small animal hospital. We do exotics as well and pocket pets. So we oh. see everything and wildlife all of the wildlife at any time. Um, So, you know, people just catch a hawk or an osprey and bring it in or an owl like you see online. And I'm just like, okay. They're like, Laura, you know, an owl's up front. Can you come get it? 
We're like, sure. <laughs> you know, that's my normal day. And for some people, you know, they pay to go see that or they're in shock. Like you had an owl. I'm like, yeah. And I try to take pictures and share that part because a lot of people don't see it. And to me, it's completely normal, you know, mm -hmm. Oh, they're holding an osprey over there. I'm like, okay, like it's completely normal to me. But, um, yeah, my day is basically saving animals and doing what I love. One has to go check out your Insta stories because you will, you know, tend to sprinkle it in here and there. And I always get to see like different animals. And I think that's awesome. So yeah, you'll see a brownie and then you'll see, you know, a hawk. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to come to the conclusion. And this is my favorite question. This is the Bikini Diaries question. If there is one thing you could confess, whether it be good or bad, about your experiences as a competitor, fill in the blank, dear diary <laughs> carrot cake can get you in some trouble <laughs> <laughs> love it big trouble <laughs> thank you On for peak your week. confession oh <laughs> so be careful <laughs> ah, love it thank you for your confession laura and what advice would you give to someone wanting to become an ifbb bikini professional in the sport um keep showing up don't run your body to the ground. You know, when you need time off, take time off. And sometimes, you know, it's going to suck. Taking that time and watching other girls compete that were in your class and doing well and going pro, take that time and come back full force and get your face out there. Love it. Love it. And if we want to hear more of you and we want to see more of you, follow you and see some donut pictures and maybe some pictures of your animals and cheer you on for your of pro course. debut, where would we go? <laughs> Um, probably Instagram, Laura Norton too. Perfect. Thank you so much for tuning in today, honey. Thank you. If you love this episode, just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode, just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share it with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today and always remember to never give up on your dreams.